0: Broadcasting directly from our studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, you are listening to Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and on this podcast, we discuss the hard topics around having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation.
1: Today on Faith Unregulated, we're continuing our discussion with part two of The Fog of Spiritual Warfare the unseen battles of the Christian journey. But before we get started, if you're inspired by our podcast and would like to contribute to our mission of spreading God's word, we invite you to visit our Patreon page. Every bit of your support makes a difference, and you could become part of our community with as little as $1. Your generous support is truly valued and deeply appreciated. We thank you for your partnership in this journey of faith. Today's scripture is Ephesians 6:10 through 11. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Amen. All right, now let's pick up where we left off. You're absolutely right, but let's rip off the band-aid. Yeah, okay. And let's put it into how that's done you're you're absolutely right but where do we fall into those traps where is the where's that trap of deception you know i kind of veered into it earlier mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i grew up in the the age of the internet where the internet was was born and back then it was the information age right right we're living right. in the information age well now we're more living in the misinformation age right that's the truth fake news <laughs> exactly right. right what what does that do i mean you see a lot of um uh things on social media that it, it's urgent you got you got to respond right and the the reason why you have to respond cuz they don't want you to think about it just respond don't 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 pray about it just act out of your First initial response, which if you have any sort of wisdom, you know, that is not always a good idea. (laughs) That is
0: not a good idea.
1: All right. Because we are still are in this sinful world. And Mm -hmm. if we don't have control of our flesh, we don't have control of our emotions. We could say and do things that are, that we're going to regret. Okay. Again, those wounds, but then people stay. you know, they set themselves as of authority, but really what happens is we become ill-informed because we only have part of the information. Right. Right. And then we, we take that little clip and that clip is meant to just get us riled up. And the aim for the enemy again is to divide, to strain relationships not only out in the world, but in the church. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, yeah, I, I have political beliefs, okay? And as a Christian, yeah, you should have your own political beliefs. But don't let those things be that dividing rod with your brother and sister in Christ.
0: Absolutely okay? not. Yeah, but- you know, when it comes to misinformation, you're right, this, this strains relationships, it polarizes communities. There are so many things that the enemy wants to do divide us with i mean gosh we've talked about this before labels just labels are divisive just labeling ourselves as something puts us in a camp and now we're this camp i mean even in the church we're like oh they're presbyterian oh you know right, right. They're, they're you know
1: of whatever denomination yeah or whatever,
0: whatever i don't mean to pick on presbyterians i love you <laughs> it was <laughs> the first thing i thought of right. um uh, you know th- you know they're they're um why is it but <laughs> that you're picking on press. <laughs> not, anyway, but you know, it, it's like this person's this denomination or this person, this is that denomination or, you know, it's, it's just even, even in the churches in our community, I can't begin to tell you how frustrating it is for me when the Christian churches in one town are competing like they are businesses. Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Rather than
1: being the body of Christ. Right. Operate in unity. Uh, right. Okay. And again, this is the subtle attack that the enemy is putting on. Not only the world, the world is completely polarized. Yeah, but the church shouldn't be looking like the world. We shouldn't look like the world. Now, more than ever, the Christian church needs to be united.
0: Yep. You know, God, by the way, I just want to say this, God promised a blessing over when when brothers and sisters and the church comes together and are in unity, he promised a blessing over gatherings. I've been in conferences where I, like I went to a women's conference. There were people who were Presbyterian there. There were people who were Lutheran, right? People who were non-denominational. Okay. And all kinds of, you know, Baptists, whatever. And it was all of these different types of belief systems that came together to talk about Jesus, to talk about salvation, to talk about freedom, to talk about, uh, you know, being a witness for, for God and building our own faith up and all of these beautiful things happened. God spoke a blessing over that weekend. And I know it because the Holy Spirit was there moving in and throughout everybody. And we all went to different churches, different types of denominations. Mm-hmm. You know, Assemblies of God is basically the overarching, like, you know, parent church or whatever denomination over our church, mm-hmm. um, just so happens to be. But who cares? It doesn't matter. The point is, is, is the things that matter, matter. Let the, let the main thing be the main thing. Mm -hmm. And there is a, there is a scriptural blessing over when the brothers and sisters, the brethren dwells in unity. Okay. And so there's so much the enemy wants to do. That's so subtle. I just want to point this out because you you brought up something really important in that divisiveness can be very subtle, just in labels, Mm -hmm. labels that the world has put on.
1: The world, and that—that's a thing. That's what I was about to say. How do we become united in Christ and be stronger, like we talked about? Mm. We stop listening to the world.
0: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: And we stop letting the world's language become our language. Okay. We have this thing in the, today's culture, if you haven't heard about it, called. Wokeism, okay, being woke, yeah, and it has destroyed people's careers. It has just
0: it's destroyed families,
1: destroyed families. It has really destroyed communities, Mm -hmm. and I've seen this in church. I've seen us, and and probably the Christian community. I I would I hate to say this, but I've seen this happen for decades. Okay, before there was wokeism, I've seen this happen. Okay. And look, what we're saying here is how we become stronger and united is seeking God first. We have to bring him into the conversation and not ignore him. When when I talked about ignoring our wounds, he's the the healer. He's the one that can heal all wounds, Mm -hmm. whether they're personal wounds. We need healing or healing in our community, healing in relationships. But when we start adopting the world's language and the world's actions by, for example, boycotts, look, if God is calling, if you truly taking this to God is God is saying, look, I don't want you to participate in these things or in that, whatever that company is doing. Praise God for that. That, that, if that's a word for you, Great. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, what happens is, what I'm seeing is that the Christian community is conceding the ground to the enemy, especially when it comes to things like social media. Yes. I've seen people, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on social media. But why, but why
0: did God tell you not to be, or, or
1: or is it just uncomfortable to you? Or is it that your church community says, Hey, you shouldn't be on that platform. Hey, you shouldn't do this. Do you realize that how many people are taking that ground back? Mm -hmm. God, because they're listening to what God is giving them. Right. And the, and what God is giving them is saying charge forward, brother charge forward sister. Yeah, I have- and I have a word for you to be placed in that darkness. Yes. Okay? We cannot continue to concede the ground that the enemy takes away. Remember, yeah. this is a tool. That's a company. You can be in a company, you could be maybe even a company you disagree with and be that light because there are lost souls there. Mm -hmm. This is no different, no different than the street preacher going to Skid Row where there are people doing drugs and drinking and they are completely lost. Right. And the street preacher is on the corner preaching the word of God, giving the good news, preaching hope. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Right. Right.
1: And that's where we need to be.
0: Well, this is the thing I think people they say things like, well, that's the tool of the enemy everything is a tool of the enemy we need to as christians understand that if it exists in the world right now remember it's his world right now this is a tool of the enemy this is a tool of the enemy i'm picking up stuff off my desk right now my glasses are a tool of the enemy everything my pen is it my mouth a tool of the enemy if i let it be my mouth i want you to think about this for a second let's go down this road this is let's have this conversation because nobody's having this conversation. Everything you see is a tool of the enemy. If you let it be.
1: And if you're not seeking God first, right. Right. If you allow the world to dictate what's coming out of your mouth, if you're allowing the world to to infect you and ignore those infections and not giving it to God and allowing God to lead you. God, right. Lord, give me the wisdom.
0: What we miss is that everything is also a tool of God. See, yes, we're like focused it, on it, everything's a tool of the enemy. And it's
1: more powerful. Yeah. The creator of the universe is more powerful than anything yep. that the enemy will try to deceive you with.
0: And we miss that. <laughs> we miss this really important part. We already won. We already have victory over everything we see in this world. Why are we so afraid to walk into those dark places and be like, da, da, da. guess what? Jesus is here now. Okay. This is what's happening. And we just dictate what's happening. Okay. This guy, and I, and I was going to bring the video up, but I'm not going to um, take the time to do that because um, you can go see for yourself. Maybe you should go and see for yourself.
1: We should post that on.
0: I, I will post it on inter- on the internet. But um, so this guy that I am co- I, I am acquainted with through uh, Christian Chamber and things like that. I was um, on Facebook the other day and saw he posted this and he was surprised, um, as mo- as a lot of Christians would be. He was walking around Epcot at Disney. Now we all know in the Christian community how many people are like. Oh, down with Disney! Do do nothing with Disney. Avoid Disney. Don't buy anything Disney. Don't put in your money in Disney. Don't. And okay, if God has convicted you about Disney for some reason, and for you that's a, a weak point or that's a point uh, a trigger point, and, and God wants you out of there. Okay, God bless you. That's amazing that he's telling you something and you're walking with that. But do not for a minute act like that's a word for everybody because he was walking around and he on video put on Facebook. Wow, you guys, look what's happening at Disney. During the holiday season, if you don't know, um, and and you probably wouldn't because you don't live here, (laughs) but more people need to be talking about stuff like this. There was a gospel choir on a stage in the middle of Epcot singing worship music about the birth of Jesus.
1: They weren't singing traditional Christmas songs. It
0: was worship songs. This
1: was worship. Yep. And they what were they saying? They were praising God. Yes. Praise God. They were thank you Jesus, declaring the word, the birth of of Jesus. Jesus.
0: Praise you Jesus in the in the streets. Disney hired them for this, by the way. And then during the Christmas season, they tell the story of the birth of Jesus. Celebrities come in and read the Christmas story about the birth of Jesus Christ. And there's a candlelight processional that goes down during the reading of this all season long at Disney. So they're taking that ground back.
1: So I want you to think back, maybe in your personal testimony, okay, maybe in your life right now, God's calling you. God called you when you were lost. You, you were caught up in your sin. And you desperately needed to get out. You desperately needed, you knew your life needed to change. And somehow through that thick fog, a still small voice comes through. Right? The name of God. Jesus Christ is just comes comes to you and his story and what it means, what he has for you, that hope breaks through that thick fog in the midst of your sin. I don't care if you are on a street corner, homeless, and addicted, or if you are walking in Disney in your secret sin, Mm -hmm. lost there. There are people that need to hear God's word in the darkness, no matter where we are. Right. Because the enemy is taking ground every day.
0: Why aren't we using those same things for the tools for for Jesus?
1: We are confronted with this, these battles every day. They, they confront, they confront us with these white lies that that come against our integrity Mm -hmm. All these things.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. So let's talk about moral challenges, these inside things that happen to us. So one of the things, one of the tools of deception, these are different types of deception we're talking about, Um, these daily decisions, these little tiny shifts we talked about, right? What about when you're on the phone uh, with a company trying to get a refund?
1: Yeah, little tiny thing.
0: How many times, I'm going to raise my hand, right? I was convicted about this. How many times have we been like, "Well, I'm just going to tell him this." How many times have we said that to our kids? We'll just tell him that. Well, okay, there are times where we're not giving out all the information because not everybody's, you know, privy to our business. But when we are out and out just making something up to get what we want, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about always be saying everything of our business to everyone all the time. <laughs> I'm talking about. The out and out. I'm just going to change the truth, even just ever so slightly, mm, which is the little white, the little, the little work of the the little slash big work of the enemy, right? And here's what happens. Maybe nothing is going to happen to you because you told them this is how I ended up getting this account, and I really want a refund because it really happened this way. But actually, it did. It was totally your fault, and you're just lying because you want your money back. Uh, we've all done that, or you know, most of us. But here's what happens. My soul gets compromised just a little bit. Hmm. Now, the next time I want to say something that isn't quite true, it's fine. Right. I get used to it. And eventually it led me into a life of complete and utter manipulation and deception of, of my own doing. I
1: remember when you used to have pride about that.
0: Oh, I would have total pride. I can get whatever I want on the phone and I could. But why does that? What? That's me. That's the God of self that is total deception under the enemy's control, right? And what does God hate the most? Pride. Why? Because it separates me from him. Yeah. And I was following God at this time. This is something God had to work out of me. He showed me what was happening. I didn't even realize. I, I literally was serving God and running after his heart while I was also being this way of just like, I could just you know manipulate whatever I wanted to, to get what I wanted. And, I, and I'm not talking about like life destroying stuff. Like you know, this the, the big the big obvious things. Our family was fine. Everything was fine. It was just me being super prideful and boastful about how I could get on the phone and manage anything I wanted because I know how to talk my way in and out of everything. Well, that might be true, okay? But that gift from God to connect with people, right? That gift from God I have to speak eloquently to manage conversations and manage people and, and, and help people understand things through analogies. And like all of these different conversational things I have can be used as a tool for the enemy or a tool for God. And that's what we're trying to say. Okay. Anything is a tool for either side. It just depends on what you decide you want to use it for. I can use my pen to write things for the enemy, or I can use my pen to write things for God. I can use the internet for the enemy, or I can use it for God. It doesn't matter what you're talking about, folks. Okay. So this, this moral challenge, he starts with little things. He's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to till the ground a little bit to get you to start using your tools, your gifts from God for me. Yeah,
1: exactly. And some of the other things that, that, uh, that affect are those, those moral challenges or those challenges that we have is, is gossip.
0: Ooh, gossip. I'm
1: going to run through this real quick. Um, but the thing is, Gossip is very, it's very subtle, right? But so destructive. All right. So we, we see uh, you, come on. Are you going to really admit that you're a gossip, right? Nobody wants to admit that well, they're a gossip. I
0: don't think most people think they're a gossip.
1: Right. But what, it, where do we find people gossiping? Where do we fall into the trap? Hello. Yeah. Uh, of gossiping. Yep. We find it where, hey. I just got to vent You mind. I just got to, I had this day at work and Mm -hmm. these people, right. I just got to vent. Right. Or. Hey, um, I just want to warn you Mm -hmm. about that person over there. You know, I'm looking out for you. You're my brother and sister in Christ. Yep. And I, I just, I just want to warn you.
0: But what's a big one.
1: (laughs) You know what? We need to pray. About sister so and so,
0: we need to pray about sister so and so. Man, right. that's one that like would you gets would me you every mind time.
1: Giving me just a moment. Let me. Can I share something with you?
0: Yeah. Right. Right. And so here's the deal, guys. This, this is this is the number one way to get out of any of those things. Hey, can can okay? Can we go talk to them about it? Because I think that they probably could tell us more about what exactly to pray for. Hey, did you get permission to share that with me? Right. There's a way for us to come against gossip that is divisive and destructive and not be a part of it instead of being like hey you gossip <laughs> like you know don't talk to me about that person you're a gossip like you could just say hey cuz they may have this is what i'm saying it's deception we're trying to talk about people don't realize what they're doing this is not mean somebody's coming to you and it's like hey I'm trying to gossip, but I want to, I want to put a prayer over that. Okay. Sometimes people do that, but I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about the deceived person, the person who's literally asking to talk about a prayer request, but they have not spoken to this person or anyone who knows that person about it. They have not asked permission to share this with anybody.
1: Right. Or, or you look, I'm all about not holding, you know, uh, negative emotions in, but there's a way to handle that. And, and, you know, I, 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 I want people to, if someone's coming to you saying, Hey, I just got a vent. I'm not saying when you hear those words, you know,
0: run run away, away.
1: I'm saying, listen, but if their venting is going from them, if they're not talking about themselves and Hey, I'm struggling here and I'm, I'm just having a hard time. Can you pray with me to, I need to vent to about someone else.
0: With with no great, resolution during the conversation.
1: Right, great. I, rather than exposing yourself to that, I would rather you just, the, and this is for me, this is for me to remember. It's for
0: all of us is to is remember. That we need to yeah.
1: gracefully say, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about someone else that isn't here in this conversation or talking about someone else. Um, I understand you're frustrated, but have, number one, Let's bring it to the Lord. Don't ask him, hey, have you prayed about it? No. Just bring it take, to the Lord right take, there. Take it. Say, hey, all right. Before you go any further, stop. And let's pray. I'll yeah. pray with you. I'll pray with you about what's frustrating you and mm-hmm. your in, in your emotions. Okay? Right. Nip it in the bud. Stop. Don't let that, that to go. And don't let it go any further. Don't let that ground be taken from you. Okay. Right, and so what? What happens is, oftentimes this deception, mm-hmm. the battling in deception. We we take on our own wisdom, right? And yes. you kind of talked about that. We we replace God's wisdom for our own, and the the problem with that
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that oftentimes when we allow our own wisdom to seep seep into the conversation, whether we're verbalizing it or the internal conversation, Mm -hmm. it turns into cynicism.
0: Instead of discernment.
1: Instead of discernment. Okay. The Uh cynicism is that defense mechanism that's in us. It's in us all. But what happens is it, again, it's that wound and it then, puts us in isolation. Well, you know what? I'm tired of people. I don't even want to be around people, Well, that's exactly where the enemy wants you. Yeah. And he wants you out of community. He wants you away, away from everyone, even away from God.
0: And why do we, why are we so passionate about this point? Because this is where we used to live. Wasn't it? Yeah. We are recovering cynics. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. Let's be real. We have had years of, um, there, there's been definite times where God has isolated us, and it was clear that he was removing a bunch of toxic things from our life, and he was resetting our lives as as a family, and he said, you know, you don't need any of that. We're going to reset you, but what happens is is you turn that into, well, I'm isolated, or I'm avoiding all of the things in the world because um, I now understand that I'm better than everybody, or I'm higher than this person. or And I'm not saying you we, we consciously think those things, but that's what starts to, to be what the enemy does to get us to think that. So it starts to be our own wisdom. Well, I see why I'm not around this. again. The- we don't really need that in our life. We don't really... Instead of building real community, we're not letting God bring people back into our lives. And there was a while (laughs) after being isolated that got, of course, COVID happened at the same time. So let's just be real. Um, We were all isolated, but then God started to bring community into our lives. We moved to Florida. God basically threw us in the deep end of a wave pool (laughs) without any flotation device Mm -hmm. of community. He was like, get in there. (laughs) Like, and I'm so grateful for that. So it's something that, you know, you've got to get in there. You've got, to be operating on God's wisdom and not your own because it will isolate you when it comes to politics, when it comes to lifestyle, culture, the way we take care of our own health, hello, all of the right. fights in the community about how we manage our health right. with our oh kids or ourselves or whatever right. choices we're making. We are so hooked on judgment instead of understanding that, what we what did we say earlier? Go to God about what is what is right for you. At any point in your walk with him
1: so the question we all since we're hit with this on a daily the question that we need to be asking ourselves is are these when we have to make these decisions are these spiritual decisions are we using spiritual discernment or is this a maybe a political issue or societal uh uh, issue discussion what's leading us to our decision so we all feel passionately about these things in the world because we live there yeah but the basis of of our wisdom is it from god look the word today calls us to stand firm Mm -hmm. but when we're standing firm because of a political issue by the way that will. In when you look at the grand scheme of time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, it has no bearing to your eternal life to be honest. It really doesn't. At
0: the end of the day, if you're out there fighting the good fight in politics because God has placed you in the political mountaintop of 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 uh influence, that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about if you are out there fighting battles in your own will and your own discernment, mm-hmm. not in the will of what God's called you to, because you're caught up in what the world says you should be concerned about. Right, that, That's could, dangerous. Yeah. You could be in politics
1: and have your moral beliefs and, and actually be being the light, uh, being the light in that darkness also. Right. Okay. But if you are allowing those political beliefs to go ahead of your beliefs of God? Are you standing firm in your own, by your own power, by your own emotions? Yeah. That that makes you vulnerable, okay? That's that
0: wokeism. That's where the enemy says, I don't want you to stand on the truth. I want you to stand on your truth.
1: Right. and That's like mm-hmm. what we talked about in the last series. Nope. We are anchoring ourselves Mm -hmm. in the things of the world rather than anchoring anchoring ourselves in God's might and God's power and God's victory and God's truth, right? Look, going back to our image, we are building our foundation on God. We're building our house on God upon that rock, a steadfast, secure rock. And that is the truth.
0: So as we close today's discussion, let's reflect on this, um, armor of God, this vision, this image that we see of this, this warrior standing there, um, armor of God being our spiritual equipment for the battles that we face. It's not our own strength, right? But it's his strength that allows us to stand firm. Let's reject cynicism, embrace discernment and God's understanding, rely on the Lord's power to navigate the fog of spiritual warfare. I just want to pray over us, Lord, Help us all to find the strength to lift our eyes above the fog and focus on the clarity that comes from God alone. You, God, in Jesus' name we pray this. Amen.
1: All right, so that's a wrap for today. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to Faith Unregulated wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, so you don't miss a single episode where we discuss having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. Again, we are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and if you have any questions or comments regarding this or any of our episodes, feel free to reach out at support at Madrigal.com. That's support at Javi, J-A-V-I-E, and Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A, Madrigal, M-A-D-R-I-G-A-L.com. Thank you, everybody, and have a blessed week.